Welcome to Money Hacks, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. Hi everyone, I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is the Business Times Digital Editor, Christopher Lim. Now for this episode, we are with Mr. Anson Zeal, the Chairman of the Association of Cryptocurrency Enterprises and Startups, or Access for short. Now, Anson, today there's this hype over Bitcoin. Um, it's cryptocurrency that has become the fastest growing segment of the global financial world. Now, let me give you this scenario. Say I'm an adventurous, wide-eyed millennial investor. You know, I'm looking for something hip and happening to invest in, you know, get my friends excited about it, share about my experience on Facebook, you know, Instagram. What do I do to start in this uh, sphere of investment here in Singapore? How can I get started? What are the steps that are needed? Tell us. Well, the very first thing uh, before getting in as an investor in the different cryptocurrencies or blockchain is to understand what blockchain technology is. Okay, there's a vast amount of information. Just like how I started, I actually watched a lot of videos on YouTube. YouTube to understand uh, different viewpoints uh, on what people think cryptocurrencies are, what blockchain is. Uh, because the very first time when I read Satoshi Nakamoto's paper, which is the founder of Bitcoin, although we don't know who he is, maybe it's a group of people, it's a she, we actually don't know. Yeah. I had no idea what the paper was talking about. I have a computer science background as well. <laughs> okay, So even with that, so I watched a lot of videos, joined different communities. Most important is to join the community, then start understanding. But one thing that really made me really understand what um, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies are is once I did my very first transaction. When my uh, friend just sent even 0.001 Bitcoin, back then it was less than $1 mm. to me, I understood because I then saw on my uh, phone, uh, back then computer, a uh, transaction came in. I then went on to the blockchain site to see the transactions. Only when, once you start doing it, then you understand. This was when it started in 2009, right? Uh, it started in 2009. I got uh, to un uh, know about Bitcoin. Uh, in 2013. Okay. That was when it was still around $50 or so. Right, okay. Yes. So you were in this exact same scenario with, which I posted only a few years ago. Um, yeah. The difference is back then was like less than $50. Now it's tw it reached $20,000. So the, the problem here is right now people see that the price goes up. They are more attracted by the price. But we still have to emphasize the fact it's the technology behind that gives value to that cryptocurrency. Okay, it's what it's what Bitcoin can do as a um, technology. The use case is trying to solve that gives it value. There are a lot of copies these days, so it's more important to understand what uh, the blockchain technology uh, for this particular cryptocurrency that it's trying to um, is that it's trying to solve. Uh, what problems it's trying to solve? We need to know that. Okay, don't just go in because of the price. It's because just like a stock, you need to know its earnings, what, what it's trying to solve, who, who its competitors are. It's exactly the same thing you have to know here. Okay, you have this website, Access. Uh, when I go onto it, I actually see an advisory there to anyone who visits the website. It states that uh, investors should remember that volatility is a two-way street. Um, what's the kind of mindset that you need to be aware of? There are a number of uh, uh, FAQs over there. Can you tell us more about for the mindset that is important for a first-time investor? Okay, yeah. so just to remind you, uh, even though our um, name access only has the word cryptocurrency, 
Um, our main thing is not only to push cryptocurrency, but the blockchain technology used in existing enterprises or new startups and, and so on. Uh, so to answer your question, um, access is the voice of the community. Mm -hmm. um, even though this, the site, yes, needs to be updated, I apologize for that. Um, we're not an advisory service. It's more like we're trying to be the voice for all the different companies and enthusiasts alike. So in Access, we have over 190 members now, mm -hmm. um, over which nearly 100, actually over 100 are companies. Companies that are uh, small, they're just starting, companies that just did uh, very large ICOs and, and so on. But for, for Access, we have a Telegram group uh, for non-members and members that they can join to ask about what cryptocurrencies are, what blockchain is. Obviously, when you join as a member, we have a member-only group. And the memberships uh, apply from individual to corporates, right? From even students, I understand. Yes, because believe it or not, the students are actually not students today. They do a lot of their own research. Mm -hmm. Some of them I know are actually very early investors in ICOs as well. I, wow. I don't know if I should call that fortunate or unfortunate. Okay, <laughs> But my point is, when you talk to students, some of them actually know their stuff. Okay. okay, they actually know my my main concern are actually the 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 seniors that come in to to invest. Uh, so, uh, but for for students, I actually even for every workshop, teaching blockchain technology is still the the main thing I um, tell people that it's important to know. So, students are welcome to join. Okay. So, we have a um, MOU signed with uh, both. SUSS, Singapore University of uh, Social Science, and today we just signed with uh, Singapore Polytechnic as well. Okay. Uh, so we're, most important what we're seeing is uh, students, from a technology standpoint, they can get quite creative with what they want to do. Interesting that you mentioned concern uh, about seniors entering cryptocurrencies and the importance of understanding the under underlying technology. But isn't that a barrier to entry then? If you're a senior, it's necessarily, well, usually harder to grapple with new technologies and really understand it before jumping in. If you're in your 50s or 60s, does that rule out cryptocurrencies then for you? How many 50-year-olds uh, uh, or 60-year-olds who don't have a computer science background can really just jump into this and really understand? That's my main concern because they don't have enough knowledge and they're just coming in to speculate on the cryptocurrencies, which as an association, as a whole group, we actually discourage. Um, I won't think it's a um, barrier to entry because all the information, even myself, I learned everything online. I learned everything online. YouTube, I'm, even my grandparents, they go on YouTube to watch videos. Uh, so actually, in, the, in terms of learning about blockchain, it's equal for everyone. It's just how much you want to go in depth to learn. Because as a student, you're coming out, you're looking for a job, or even wanting to start a startup, you have the urge to um, learn without the financial uh, burden and, and so on. Some of the seniors, may, um, especially I know that some of them are trading for a living, uh, someone into early retirement, are just coming in just to speculate. And these are the ones that we are most concerned and discourage. What do you think of some economists saying that uh, you should look at cryptocurrency investment as perhaps a sort of entertainment? You know, you don't take it too, too seriously. You know, does that tie to one of the pieces of advice that you have on your website, which is to either know that you're going to substantially lose an amount of it or be prepared that you might lose this investment completely? You must assume that your investment will go to zero. 
Okay, this is this is key in this uh, investment. Even when um, we're when we're doing an uh, ICO right uh, right now at this point, even our uh, pre-sale investors or the early early investors, we have to tell them that you must assume that it will go to zero. Even my current startup, my early mm-hmm. uh, angel investors, which um, uh, some of them are quite close. They also assume that when they invest in my startup, it will go to zero. Same mindset as if you're investing in a startup. How do people react when you tell them that? The ones that understand have invested in in startups or have been in angel investment before, they're fine. If the ones that react saying, wow, they will go to zero, we actually don't want them as an investor anyway. Mm. So you actually can can tell by their reaction whether or not they're ready to step into this. Exactly, yes. Do you find a range of... uh profiles that come in for the workshops that you offer you know they want to find out more about getting into cryptocurrency investment you know chris played the scenario of uh, seniors i played the scenario of young millennials and all that what's the profile average profile of your workshop so um the scene has moved quite fast uh, before when we were doing these workshops f- from moms to even bankers uh, but now we are actually reaching a critical point where a lot of companies did um uh, fundraising through ICOs they need to employ. So now the association is focused on uh, helping the government do a good uh, framework for our members as well as helping placements for companies. So unfortunately, we only have that much time on our hands. Our current priority is to actually find uh, and groom uh, blockchain developers um, into placement rather than doing more awareness now. What about the individuals that attend the workshops? I mean, do you see a different range of ages there? Oh, yes. From even polytechnics, students going, okay. to even 60-year-olds coming to understand uh, how does a wallet work and, and, and um, how do I put my Bitcoin in. It, it, uh-huh. they, they had that profile back then when we did the classes. Okay. We have other episodes uh, with Anson as well. Do check out those other episodes on The Straits Times and The Business Times. Now to you, our listener, we'd like to invite you to pose your own questions or scenarios to moneyhacks at podcast at sph.com.sg. That brings us to the end of this episode of Money Hacks, where we help you make sense of trends and your finances. Do note that any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.